country of Indonesia. Do they like me in Indonesia? 100% confident Indonesia will prevail. Hello and welcome to Talking Indonesia. This is Tito Ambio from Aramati University, which stands on the unceded lands of the Wurundjeri Wurung people. And this week, we are talking with two young Indonesians, Abigail Limuria, who is the founder of Warisap Indonesia, or WiWi, and Dharmaji Suradika, or Aji, the founder of Pemimpin.co.id. And both are part of a core team with Afutami, the founder of Think Policy, of a website called Bijak Mamilih, which is aimed at informing young Indonesians with trusted information for the upcoming election in 2024. Now, if you speak Indonesian, you know that the word bijak is an interesting one. Kebijakan means policy, but it could also mean wisdom, which alludes to some of the things that we will be, we will be hearing from these two guests. Um, if in the past, kebijakan is seen as something hierarchical, a policy that comes from above, a wisdom from above, what we are seeing now is young Indonesians, as well as young diasporic Indonesians, who want to find their own voices challenging this and trying to find what they think about things and using information during the election to choose, as you will hear from one of the guests today, to choose an, a leader who is able to accurately identify real problems and then offer fact-based solutions. Now, how do you find your own voice in a complex political landscape in Indonesia? Abigail and Aji have joined forces with their team to start this website, uh, Bijak Mamili. But what is the website? What are some of the problems they see? And how are they tackling these problems that they see, especially with young Indonesians um, who are going, to, well, many of them are going to be first voters for the next election? Let's get them to introduce themselves first. Uh, yeah, hi everyone. Thank you so much uh, for having us. Uh, my name is Abigail. Uh, I'm the co founder of What Is Up Indonesia, or for short, you can call it WeWe. It's an independent media, basically, where we uh, translate and summarize various Indonesians' social political uh, cases and breaking news headlines, but we uh, present it in English and we mixed it with memes and pop culture and jokes to make it more accessible for Indonesians who, I would say, quote-unquote, grew up internationally and feel more comfortable digesting information in English. Bijak Mamili here is actually uh, one of WeWe's initiative along with Think Policy. And so I'm here also as like the co-initiator, I would say, of Bijak Mamili. Mm. Now, yeah, I'd love to have a chat with you about how Bijak Mamili came to be. But also for um, if you don't speak Indonesian, uh, we are going to say WeWe quite a lot in this interview. <laughs> and that is from What Is Up Indonesia. So W-I-U-I. -I. So yeah, we're going to be using that. Um, yep. acronym. Um, thank you, Abigail. And Adi, uh, would you like to introduce yourself and how you're connected to Bijak Mamili? Yes. Hello, everyone. Yes, my name is Dharmaji Suradika. Uh, yes, you can call me Aji. Uh, I am the co-founders of Pemimpin.id. Uh, Pemimpin.id is a platform for learning about leadership and yeah, this is like youth initiative in leadership. So uh, our mission is to make everybody can learn about leadership and to make everybody 
uh, ready to be the next leader in Indonesia. Related to uh, bijak memilih, uh, ya yeah, I also one of the uh, co-initiator of the bijak memilih. And because bijak memilih is related to the leadership also in Indonesia, so this align with our mission. So that's why when we start the movement, the initiative, uh, yeah, uh, I'm happy to to support the team. Now let's um you know now that we have the background of you know both of you who have sta- um were involved with this um website uh with Aputami as well let's go to the basic question first why the focus on young people for this website I think the consensus is that uh so the the KPU actually uh released this data that says that 55% of the 2024 elections going to be uh, young people and their definition of young is 17 to 40 years old and so it's going to be dominated by Gen Z and millennials actually and it's more than 50% and therefore I think uh, the decision maker are actually young people in this election that's actually uh, one of the game changer and that's why it prompted us obviously to focus on young people what was the reason why you um, started What Is Up Indonesia? The reason why uh, me and back then uh, our co-founder Faye um, founded uh, What Is Up Indonesia or WeWe is because we have this uh, realization that is quite ironic that a lot of uh, Indonesian youth, such as myself, I would say, who, for example, uh, go to international schools, um, maybe uh, APIB and then maybe go to university abroad uh, or as an Indonesian diaspora who grew up abroad, a lot of us have this huge privilege to get like great education to learn in English, but that that education and socioeconomical privilege actually works as a barrier also uh, that hinders us sometimes from understanding and following the social political uh, headlines in Indonesia because we grew up feeling more comfortable and being more familiar with English jargons and terminologies that when we read Indonesian news, a lot of the time, me and my friends, we can't even comprehend the headlines because (laughs) there's so many jargon, there's so many acronyms, right? And so like following politics in Indonesia is a challenge for us. And I think that's very, very ironic but then there's also the realization that actually, uh, so I think there's a stereotype that privileged kids in Indonesia uh, are apathetic or oblivious or ignorant towards Indonesian politics. But then I realized that uh, they care about American politics. A lot of them cares about American politics. For example, back then during the Black Lives Matter movement, a lot of my friends spoke like spoken up on their social media platform and such. But when it comes to the same social and structural problem in Indonesia, none of them understand. So I think the care is there. It's just that they have this language barrier that they can't understand. And so those two uh, realizations prompted us to create this hypothesis that, oh, maybe if we provide the information in the language that they can't understand and something that is more digestible for them, then maybe they'll stop being so oblivious. And therefore, if they were still ignorant, ignorant that it would be a choice instead of like because there's no sources that they can learn from and so we created what is up in the as that bridge for them to be able to as a stepping stone for them to be able to follow and learn about Indonesian social politics and I would say now uh, 
the hypothesis is proven to be quite correct because it gained a lot of like momentum and there's a lot of people who are actually interested. Was there a moment for you as, uh, you know, an Indonesian who probably were a little bit disconnected from the you know, Indonesian history, etc. Was there a moment for you when you realized, oh, I can actually do something here? And was there, yeah, what, what, what was that moment for you? I think with every great change, there's like granular, like step-by-step step change along the way. But if I can pinpoint uh, some of the, I would say, turning point was actually during the 2019 mass student demonstration that were happening in Indonesia protesting uh, the new proposed criminal code, the famously known as RKUHP here in Indonesia. And I think because of, just because of how massive the protest was and how how much if this new criminal code is passed, which now it already passed, by the way, how if it passed, it'll affect every single facets of our lives. And seeing uh, a lot of students and young people going to the streets and actually like speaking out in social media and stuff really made me aware that, oh, there's something going on here and I really need to start to educate myself because I, it sort of dawned on me that, okay, what, the, what does it mean to live in a, demo, in a democratic country? That means that um, to a certain extent, we get to negotiate the rule that we play, right, in this country. Mm. If we are oblivious, uh, then whoever it is that's making the policy, they will make whatever policy that they, they want to make, and then we have to follow it even though we might have a say in it. So I think that, okay, uh, living in a democracy, it's quite, it's not wise to not know things regarding mm -hmm. your country. And then due to the massive protest back in 2019, actually the ratification of the proposed criminal code was, was stopped and it was um, moved actually, like it was ditunda. Mm -hmm. And so it, it showed me that, oh, actually, uh, sometimes if we're loud enough, they listen, there's actually an impact to like our voices. So that's one of the reason. There's mm. actually quite a couple that really uh, built momentum to like my political awareness and awakening, I would say. <laughs> Yeah, and hopefully we can um, yeah hear more about uh, that uh, in this interview. But let's go to you, ID. Um, talking about you know voices and impacts. Um, you have been involved with a few different projects. One of them was Pomimpin.id. What is Pomimpin.id and what led you to it? Yes, um, I I think more or less the same like like Abi because uh, I was uh, studying in Germany in I think in around two thousand twelve and two thousand fifteen. And yeah, back then when I studied there, uh, I realized that actually in, in Germany specifically, there is no terms like good leaders. So if you, if you be a leader, then you have kind of a standard that you have to be clean. You have to be, um, you have to be professional. You have to be, I don't know, you have to think about your uh, people. So it's kind of like the bare minimum that if you, if you are leader, is this uh, your uh, your uh, bare minimum to be a leader? But in Indonesia, then I realized that there is not the case, right? So when we talk about the leader, yeah, sometimes when we have a good leader, uh, we kind of uh, we have kind of a euphoria that okay, wow, now we have a good leader. So it's like really like a good leader is really a one in I don't know one million maybe in Indonesia. So that's why, uh, yeah, in in, in two thousand nineteen. 
uh, after I yeah after I finished my study in 2015, then I joined to the multinational company. Then in 2019, I started Pemimpin.id uh, to yeah to spread the the spirit of good leaders because I want to yeah our dream our mission is one day like uh, Indonesia have enough uh, quote unquote uh, good leader. Then we don't need to be afraid that ah what about if we have a bad leader lead our country or lead our city or lead our mm. uh, province then yeah it 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 must not be the case in the future of Indonesia so actually huh. that that is our main mission and that's why bijak pemilih is one of them right one of the steps yeah. uh, in order <laughs> to have this kind of I don't know situation like. Yeah, maybe one day. Actually, our 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 main mission between me, Abi, and Afu, one day Indonesia don't need bijak pemilih anymore. <laughs> because yeah, because because this is like the the standard, the new standard in Indonesia. But now we still uh, need, we still Indonesia still need bijak pemilih because yeah, we need to like choose uh, the best leader among among others. How do you define a good leader? And maybe let's be more specific. Um, and I'm going to yes. ask the same question to you, uh, Abigail, as well, so you can <laughs> you can think about your answer. But <laughs> what kind of leader do you think we need at the moment in Indonesia? Hmm. Yeah, actually, the normative answer is the one that really think about the country and really think about the people, right? Yeah. So this, like, yeah, as 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 my German friend uh, told me, this is. These leaders, you know, so for for German people, uh, the good leader meaning okay, the one who can bring the city, I don't know, can increase the the economy, can go to I don't know, can have a, a award from the UNESCO, this kind of things. But for us, yeah, minimum, you you, you think about the people, you don't do the corruption, and you really uh, be a professional and you uh, can bring the innovation i think that's more than enough for us right now for indonesia that's that's uh you have a very low standard <laughs> idea <laughs> um, i don't know I, I have a low standard or maybe we need to increase our indonesian standard <laughs> <laughs> abigail what kind of leader do you think we need in indonesia right now i think as simple as someone who is able to accurately identify real problems and then offer fact-based solutions. Before this interview, you told me that you accidentally enrolled in a journalism course, <laughs> <laughs> but you speak like a true journalist there, so I love that <laughs> answer. <laughs> that class really paid off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aji, what do you think are the problems that young people in Indonesia have with thinking about politics, and how do you think Bijak Mamili is planning to tackle this problem? When we are talking about young people, we are talking about Indonesian young people, right? Not only the young Indonesian young people who live in Jakarta or hmm. in, in Surabaya, in the big cities. Uh, the problem is not all. Yeah, many of them doesn't have. Uh, yeah, they 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 don't they don't have uh, the real information, and they they don't have uh, good information, and sometimes they only have the information from the friends and from the society or maybe from the parents that didn't fit them with the with the real or with, with, with the good information. So that's why we want to start from that by building the website uh, of the yeah, website that can give 
the better information about the next leader or uh, the next candidate in Indonesia. But it's we believe this is also not enough because not all the young Indonesian can, I don't know, know to access the website. That's why mm-hmm. we also plan to have kind of offline event or also uh, offline activation. We uh, want to make a collaboration with the local uh, communities that can spread the the spirit and spread the uh, information about the candidate and also about the, the leadership in Indonesia. Yeah, if I can add something real quick. So there's actually a really interesting report that just came out from the British Council called the Next Generation Report, uh, where they surveyed like young people across Indonesia about the, their concerns amongst a lot of things. And actually what I find really interesting is when it comes to internet usage, what their number one uh, concern is actually navigating fake news and hoax. And that is above cyberbullying, hacking, and a lot of that stuff. So a lot of Indonesian youth are actually not confident in their, in their own ability to uh, investigate and differentiate fake news and hoaxes. And I think this is reflected a lot in when I interacted with a lot of my WeWe audience and how a lot of them are said that uh, I'm a, I'm going to be a first-time voter. I don't know where to start. I don't know how I'm going to find information. Everything seems so biased. I don't know who I can trust. So I don't know what to base my vote uh, according to what, you know, because information are like sporadic, chaotic, mm-hmm. and they don't have the tools. They don't feel like they have the tools to actually navigate it. And so I think that's how that's why we choose to make a website that is concise that is easy to digest that is beginner friendly and is focused on issue based policy so that they can find uh, fact based uh, reasons on who to choose uh, whether it be like the political party or the the candidates and yeah so we provide them like uh, with a trustworthy information basically to base their votes on. Well, it is it is interesting what you both said because yeah, IG you said in in a way, but your answers you know touch on a very interesting uh, question about the problem might not be a lack of information, right? The problem is the quality of information because mm-hmm. there's a lot of information. Indonesians are very very involved in social media, Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, etc. What is your strategy what have you thought about how bijak memilih can be trusted by people who might already be yeah having too much information already I, I, we didn't really touch upon this but aji is in charge of more towards like what he mentioned the road shows and the offline events and the organizing with local communities where I, whereas i'm more involved in both the website platform and the social media in online engagement. And so from my side, actually, we make sure uh, to give clear source. So we have, uh, we linked and source, like we cite all of our sources from the information. That's to ensure credibility so that we don't do any assertions that have no basis. And then secondly, we are very selective in our researcher, actually, obviously, with no conflict of interest and stuff like that. And uh, we have a page of disclaimer that outlines our methodology. So it's clear how we obtain information, the the, the method on which our researcher uh, makes their conclusion, for example. And for example, on the, and I know we're going to get to this, but there's like a, a space for 
political party stances, we're, we're gonna uh, confirm with the political party if the stances we presented are accurate to their ideology or not. And during the writing process too, like we have a junior writer that do the drafting and then for each issues, for example, for example, uh, corruption or renewable energy or all of the sub issues, uh, we contacted an expert to review before it is posted in the website. So we go through like a couple layers of fact checking. And then of course there's another layer of making the writing actually easy to understand. And we have like a word limit you cannot, because sometimes researchers, they want to include everything and make a dissertation <laughs> out of everything. But we have like a word limit and we have like a language guide. So not too many political jargon, uh, make sure it's um, mm. friendly and yeah, I mean, I know you've been browsing through the website. Uh, that is only phase one, and we have a lot of other features in store that yeah. will help people to be to understand. Yeah, and I want to talk about that later about you know, mm -hmm. the next phases of Vijayanamule. But I did, you mentioned something very interesting before, which is when we think about young Indonesians, we need to think about not only young Javanese Indonesians. What have you done with Bijak Mamile to make sure that yeah, young people in uh, in Maluku, young people in Papua, young people in North Sumatra can uh, have been consulted and uh, they can feel like they can also use the, the website for them? As Abi said, that uh, I'm more responsible into the community activation, right? So the, the offline event activation. So that's why what we do actually is uh, currently, we are developing program, namely BMX, so Bijak Memilih X. So Bijak Memilih X, yeah, uh, actually, we, um, we want to create, like, uh, if you know TEDx, you know, so it's like TED event, but uh, uh, the event is um, uh, conducted by the, the local community. So that's why we, we want to uh, yeah, make a similar, similar event like that. So we can control the quality, we can control the uh, speakers, uh, we can also do kind of due diligence of the of of the of the of the speaker and of the uh, the people involved in the in the event. So this is uh, the way uh, for us to really control the quality of the information and also uh, the people involved in the in the in the movement. So I think that's. Uh, we yeah we, we we try the best to to have a similar event like uh, the event that we do in Jakarta so we kind of uh, make uh, the standard of the quality uh, across Indonesia so we try our best to yeah to make sure that the event in Maluku or the event in Papua will have the same or at least uh, similar quality with the event we do in, in Jakarta or in Java. Mm. Now, um, I did the quiz, which is very helpful. Um, and um, I got the info. Um, what was what did I get? Minorities rights, that's a pack. Yeah. Um, which was very interesting because it did make me think about, oh, yeah, maybe I do care a lot about these things. Um, and the quiz is interesting. Although, yeah, after I got my result, I felt like, oh, I'm not actually getting which political parties kind of uh, um, ones that are aligned to me. Is this going to be a part of uh, the second phase, looking more specifically into the political parties and their policies and their track records? Yep. So phase one is issues. 
phase two is political party and then phase three is candidate. So we're entering phase two where we're gonna do, where we're gonna, we're gonna focus, we're gonna add a lot of uh, political party centric information, which are some of it are the ones that you mentioned. And we're gonna continue to integrate that of, of course to phase one. And then once we have all the candidates and one once they already announced uh, their agenda or like what their plans we're gonna do phase three which focuses on their track record their agenda and their ideology yeah mm. um Aji, can you tell us about the process um that led to the creation of bijak mamili okay yes uh actually the beginning is because me uh afu and abi we have the same concern about Uh, Indonesian politics, right? So we have, uh, yeah, because the three of us also have the our movement is also uh, focused on the on the on the leaders on the politics. Yeah, then uh, yeah, from three of us, then now really we have quite big uh, team. Uh, the good news, we uh, we uh, we will be supported by the KPU, and they are really happy with our movement. So mm. it's good. Yeah, uh, then because I think uh, we we don't want to make kind of I don't know. Uh, the movement that against the government or something. No, we we try to help the government actually. Right? So that's why then when the KPU said we will be helpful for them, then I think it's really really good sign from 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 the from the government. And then also we try to have uh, yeah a partnership with uh, some media uh, and also some of the uh, Indonesian uh, local community. Then yeah, I think right now we are on on this phase. Yeah, were you just having coffee together, the three of you as well? Uh, what what happened? <laughs> <laughs> were you just hanging out and then came up, coming up with this idea? What happened? Tell us. Uh, we came later. <laughs> you came later, Abigail. Okay. Came later. <laughs> so was it just you and Afutami or Adi? Yeah, actually, me and Afutami first, and. Uh, yeah, then I think it's not like I think two weeks or three weeks later, then uh, Abby is uh, joining. <laughs> I infiltrated them. <laughs> <laughs> so did you did you ask uh, Abigail to be to to be involved in this, or did you come to them, Abigail? <laughs> uh, they uh, Apple actually invited me. Uh, okay, and what did you? Uh, yeah, because uh, previously I think. Because I, I just think we like we we complement like this a lot. Like I just said, we have like the same vision, and mm. and this was like yeah. actually fun fact. This was last year, so it has been like a year since like the quote unquote ideation. Yeah, it's pretty quick. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um. Yeah. So But actually, you... sorry. Yeah. yeah to, to add on, yeah. To add on, actually, uh, the idea is also coming from coming from Abi because Abi want to. Uh, develop the same platform with Afu and Afu said, ah, actually, uh, right now also I'm under discussion with IG. Why don't we just combine the forces, <laughs> right? So that's yeah. why, uh, yeah, actually, really like like three of us start this kind of uh, idea from the uh-huh. beginning. Yeah, so not exact. I won't say like exactly this type of platform, but we we have actually uh, made. We call it a political party cheat sheet for our audience, where we yeah basically a cheat sheet because our audience can't differentiate the Indonesian political party. So we give <laughs> them like oh basically here, uh basically a blurb about each political party, their main player, uh their some of their political footprint, ideology, blah blah blah, and we made like some of that already, and I guess that corresponds a lot with 
bijak memilih especially the phase two and that's why Apple was like hey why don't you join us <laughs> what did you do you remember what you thought when Apple called you it was well I mean if you want to know like the story it was actually really funny so Apple has this bad habit of leaving people like like not replying to whatsapp messages so she was like <laughs> Abby I need to talk to you something to do with the election and I was like okay <laughs> and then she would not reply me for like three four days what? she's a busy woman what is this? I don't, yeah and I don't then, even like, know my, the story no yeah and then my overthinking brain is like does she wants to run like well, what is happening right and so I, I I couldn't take it so like by day three I messaged her I was like Afu, you need to tell me right now because like I'm making up really, really doomsday fatalistic like <laughs> case in my head and you just need to tell me that this is nothing like bad or serious. It's like, oh, sorry, sorry. And then she, that's when she told me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how would you define success for Bijak Mamili? Um, You know, a year from now, well, you know, hopefully about a year from now, we'll have the election. How would you define success for the website? Yeah, actually... Well, yeah, for me, it's really simple. Uh, yeah, uh, let let uh, for example, the one story like uh, when we launched our our movement, I think in October, right, uh, Abi, and back then there there was a girl that coming from the central Java, I think, or Yogyakarta, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and then he said that as he said that yeah, actually I am the first voters, and my family uh, usually uh, what. Uh, the candidate that we choose was decided by our fathers and then because uh, now i joined this event uh, then i realized that i have a voices and when i choose the candidate i will have my own voice not my father's voice i think this is like simple story that this is our our mission you know so mm-hmm. when you ask me, uh, how can we measure that Bijak Mamili is successful? If for me, my uh, personally, if there is more or more uh, stories like this girl story, so I I, I don't really uh, have kind of mission. Okay, maybe the uh, the candidate, the best candidate, will be chosen in Indonesia. I think okay, this is just a plus. But at least more and more. Indonesian young generation, especially the first footers, that they can choose uh, the candidate with the full of awareness, not because just because of the fathers, of the parents, or uh, of the hawks, no, but they really choose it wisely because they know that this candidate is best for them and uh, they know uh, how to choose them wisely. Mm. I think that's all. Abigail, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I think I agree with Aji. Just uh, if we hear a lot of stories like that and maybe hear some stories about how, because I know a lot of um, young voters end up not voting because they have no idea who to vote for. So if we can somehow, if there'll be more stories about like young voters or first time voters or just voters in general saying that, hey, Thanks to Bijak Mamili, uh, now I know who I wanted to vote for. I actually don't really care who they're gonna vote because I don't think because that's not the purpose of Bijak Mamili. We're not championing one political party or one ideology or one uh, candidate. We just want them to be able to vote according to relevant facts. 
and mm-hmm. if that happens, I think we're already successful. And but of course, like it's quite hard to measure how many people actually do that. So I think a good way to measure that is like what I just said. If nor because I think Indonesian youth are very generous when they feel like something has helped them, they tend to actually DM us and comment on us or email us like thank you so much for this because now I know what to choose and stuff like that. that. I think that that's one of like uh the quality that I really like about uh, a lot of Indonesian youth. And then the second one, and I would say like this is a more abstract one that a lot of us in Bijak Mamili uh, really, really hope for is that if Bijak Mamili somehow becomes big and relevant enough, then maybe, maybe we can help shift a little bit of like the election climate from it being too gossipy, uh, politic, uh, identity politics centric type of you know election climate, but towards a more policy based and issue based um, election climate where the candidates they don't just like attack each other's like personality, but they actually present the people. With, okay, so this is my vision for Indonesia. I think that would be a much healthier and much more, uh, yeah, much healthier political discourse. And if Bijak Mili can somehow help drive that culture, I think that'll be amazing. Well, thank you very much. Is there anything else that you'd like to add um, about Bijak Mamili or about anything else? Um, Abigail, do you want to start? Uh, even though Bijak Mamili is the is initiated by we we and think policy and we have like our core team like with Aji. uh it we do want uh, as much people to be involved and we have so many different uh opportunities for partnership may it be for example knowledge partner where you we accept like think tanks and organizations to help us perfect like the information in our platform or like what Aji mentioned like the bmx like if you are a campus student organization local community and you want to hold like these events that uh Bijang Mamili can help with may it be in Indonesia or abroad maybe in Melbourne like we're very yeah. open to that actually we're actually in talks with uh PPI and a lot of like other students um and especially like we we our audience are spread across like many different countries and so there's a lot of like collaborative uh opportunities and we're always looking for volunteers so if like any of your this listener here wants to participate and be a part of this movement we're very open and all of the information are in the website and they just email um with use the email address that's on the website uh yeah and like the different uh opportunities for collaboration are outlined in the website too beautiful um Aji, uh, is there anything else that you'd like to add yes i think for the whole uh, movement uh, for yeah, for the young generation uh, in Indonesia and also uh, abroad, don't lose hope in Indonesia, <laughs> and uh, don't lose hope in our uh, leaders' candidates. Uh, get more information in our uh, website in Bijakomili or in other uh, platform. Just get informed about the latest information about Indonesian politics hmm. and join our movement and vote wisely. I think that's all from our side. Thank you very much.